Welcome to week three, Miracle March. And today we're talking about physical miracles. We've talked about soul miracles. God desires and wants you to be healed in your soul. You must be born again. You can go to heaven sick, but you can't go to heaven unless you're born again. Nicodemus came to Jesus and said, what must I do? And Jesus said, you must be born again. That is the greatest miracle when God can take a black heart full of sin and take his red blood and wash you white as snow, amen, and prepare you for heaven and for eternity. That's a great miracle. How many has received that miracle? Say amen. Last week we talked about emotional miracles. God desires that you be healed in your emotions, your mind, your will, and your emotions. Who you are, all of your past, all of your upbringing, all of your traumatic experiences make up who you are. But sometimes because of those things, our past affects our present. And our future because we have scars. But thank God last week we learned that we can be emotionally healed. Amen. He took that crown of thorns upon his head. Amen. So that we could have peace in our mind. Amen. His blood covers our past and we're healed. But today I want to talk to you about physical healing. Did you know that Jesus died so that you could be made whole? What does it mean to be whole? I want to talk to you. I like whole. Oh, I'm telling you, when I go to Luby's, I don't want the... Sometimes we get the Luann platter, and you only get half a fish. But sometimes half is not enough, and I say, I just need the whole piece of fish, please. I know it's a little extra, but I want the whole thing. If somebody came up to you and said, I have a $100 bill, would you like half of it or all of it? What would you take? I want the whole bill, amen? Somebody comes up and says, here, I got a half a car for you. What are you going to do with a half a car? Come on, give me the whole thing. Give me the whole enchilada. I like being whole. And here in Luke chapter number 5 and verse number 31, I want to just lay a foundation this morning and show you so many people struggle with the fact that it's God's will to heal. Oh, they believe in salvation. They believe that he wants to save me and I'm on my way to heaven. But people have a hard time with thinking that God wants to heal their physical body. I mean, listen, God is not punishing you. Sickness is not a punishment. Sometimes we think, well, you know, God just, he's just trying to work on me, trying to make me more holier. He's punished me for my past. We live in a world where it rains on the just and the unjust. When sin came into this world, sickness and disease came, and it just affects everyone. But when we are a child of God, amen, we can walk in divine health. I'd much rather walk in divine health and not even need a miracle. Oh, but I'm glad to know that when I do need one, amen, there's one available. There's people, you know, a lot of people don't believe in miracles until they need one. And then when they believe, when they need one, they start believing. And then they start looking for somebody that believes them. And they start looking for somebody that can pray the prayer of faith. Because when it's you that needs a miracle, it's important. 
When other people are sick, when other things happen, sometimes we go, well, yeah, I'll pray about it. And we don't. We forget or we say a little prayer. But when it's you, I'm telling you, you want somebody to get a hold of God on your behalf and you want to see heaven and earth moved and you want to see your circumstances changed. We're here today to see some circumstances change. Amen? Luke said, and Jesus answering said unto them, that they, they that are whole need not a physician, but they that are sick. Isn't that simple? Doesn't that make sense? How many people, how many of you lately have been up to the hospital, up to the ER, sat there for six or eight hours, uh, get checked in, wait to see the doctor. The doctor comes in and says, what's wrong with you? Oh, nothing, doc, I'm great, I'm whole. I just wanted to come by and say hi. <laughs> no. We don't do that. The whole doesn't need a physician. The sick. Jesus continued on to say, I came not to call the righteous, but the sinner to repentance. Jesus said, I came for the sick. I came for the lame. I came for the weary. I came for the lost. I came for the downtrodden. I came for the sinner. I came to meet the needs of those that are hurting, that are suffering. Those that are whole don't need a physician. Oh, but they that are broken, those that are not complete, I came, amen, to be broken that they could be made whole. Can I get an amen? It's God's will that you be whole. Jesus, or the word of God declared, I would that you prosper and be in health as your soul prospered. Now, there's so many times that we look at that scripture, we read that, and we, we, we think, and we say, well, my soul prospering, that means if I pray more, if I go to church more, if I pay my tithe more, it, the reason I must be sick is because I'm not holy enough. The reason that I'm broke, I must not be holy enough. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever seen somebody that was holy, loved God with all their heart? I mean, they were just about as perfect as you knew, yet they were broke. Do you know people that are, I mean, love God with all their heart? They're holy and righteous. I mean, they're doing everything right, but they're sick. See, because that scripture, we've got to understand what he says, I would that you prosper. I would that you be in health as your soul. That word, their soul, is kind of what we talked about last week. Your will, your emotion, your mind. What it's really saying is the more you understand about healing, you'll be healed. The more you understand about finances, You'll be blessed. I would that you prosper. I would that you be in health. As your soul, as your intellect, as your mind, as your understanding. Because see, as you learn, as you understand health, and you begin to do healthier things, you begin to feel better. As you understand financial things, as you understand that tithing, oh, is just important. As you realize that saving and giving and doing all the things, as you begin to do some financial things, your finances will begin to prosper. Oh, but that doesn't take God out of the equation. He, we still need Him, amen? But he says, the more you understand when you get in my word and you understand how it works and you begin to understand that I did pay the price. I paid the price. Why does he want you to be whole? And why does he want you to be prospered? Now, next week, we're going to talk about financial prosperity, financial miracles. There's some businesses. There's some homes. There's some families, amen, that need some financial breakthroughs. I mean, you've been right there on the verge, and it just seems like you can't make a breakthrough. But next week, we're going to be praying for some financial miracles. How many could use one of those?
And we're going to be believing God. But as we, and when we understand, first of all, He wants us to be prosperous. And He wants us to be healthy. Why? Let me ask you a question. Can you do when God's called you to do something? He's called you to be a missionary. He's called you to be a teacher, a pastor, a leader. He's called you to be a businessman or businesswoman. He's called you to do something in the kingdom. Let me ask you a question. Can you do more for the kingdom if you're prosperous? Can you do more for the kingdom if you're healthy? See, there's a lot of people that have a call to go to missions, but they don't have the money to get a plane ticket to get there. There's a lot of people that have a call to missions. They want to go to the world, but they can't because they're sick in their body, and they can't travel. God looks and he says, I want you to get everything in order because I've got a plan for you. Why does he want you to prosper? Why does he want you to be in health? Why does he want you to be physically and emotionally healed? Because there's a world out there that is dying and going to hell and they need somebody to come tell them the good news and he wants you to be able to do that. But if you're broken, if you're whole, if you're sick, if you're poor, if you're devastated, you can't do what God's called you to do. So he wants to heal you. He wants to make you whole. He wants to touch you from the top of your head to the sole of your feet so you can walk on your job, so that you can go to school, so that you can go out in the world and you can declare, amen, thus saith the Lord. And not only am I telling you about it, but I'm here to share a testimony. Look what the Lord has done for me. And you begin to go to the world and do what God's called you to do. Amen, he wants us to be whole. What does the word whole mean? It means complete or full. How many likes to be full? Oh, I like to be full. Not lacking or leaving out any part. Listen, God doesn't want to leave any part of you broken. He doesn't want to leave any part of you unfixed. He wants to heal you from the top of your head, in your emotions, in your will, in your mind. He wants to touch your heart and deliver you and save you. He wants to touch your physical body. He wants you to be whole, lacking nothing, not incomplete. Here's the full definition. Free of wound or injury, unhurt, recovered from wound or injury, restored, free from defect or impairment, intact, physically sound and healthy, free of de disease or in deformity, mentally and emotionally sound. Does that sound good to anybody? He wants you to be made whole. Everybody say whole. I want to be whole. I don't want to be incomplete. I don't want to be lacking in any area because he paid the price. There's physical healing in the atonement. Yes, thank God, amen, that Jesus went to the cross, amen, to, to bring man, humanity back to God and put us in right relationship. Isaiah 53, 4 said, Surely he hath borne our griefs. That word griefs there, it really translates sickness. He carried my sickness to the cross. He's carried my sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. But he was wounded for my transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes we are healed. Jesus could have taken up to 468 stripes. Not just the cat of nine tails 39 times. 
Oh, but they hit him. They smote him. They plucked his beard. They hit him with the, the, the reed upon his brow. I mean, over and over and over, he was smitten so that you and I could be healed. He was broken so that you and I could be made whole. There's healing in the atonement. Oh, yes, he wants to reveal his salvation. He wants to save our soul. Oh, but in that same anointing, in that same atonement, that blood flows down through you to cover your sins and forgive you of your sins, but to heal your body. Amen, to heal your diseases. He carried your griefs to the cross. This morning, amen, one of the names of God, Jehovah Rapha. That word Rapha, amen, means to mend, to cure to heal, to repair, or to make whole. Everybody say, Rapha. Rapha. Oh, he's my healer. He's the one that can cure me. He's the one that can mend me. He's the one that can repair me. He is the one that makes me whole. I'm telling this morning, there is healing in the name of Jesus. God has always been a healing God. I mean, when the children of Israel walked through the wilderness, they were able to walk their clothes. I mean, listen, he can even heal clothes. Their clothes didn't wear out. Their shoes didn't wear out. God can give you longevity. But you know what? All of those that murmured and complained, they all still died. He allowed them to. But for others, those that believed... Amen, when they came into the promised land, even at, in their older age, they were still strong. They were still fighting the battle. Amen, God wants to, you, you'd say, well, I'm just old. That's what's wrong with me. I don't care how old you are. Amen, you can still be healed. God still wants you to feel good. He still wants you to walk in health. Because listen, you're at the stage right now. You need to be out there. You need to be loving on people. You need to be loving on your grandkids. Amen, you need to be out there. Amen, in the world showing people this is what serving God will do. I look at people who serve God and they look at their face and then they just look younger. They look happier. They look stronger. They're blessed. Why? Oh, I'm telling you, listen, we have eternal life. People's looking for the fountain of youth. I found it. His name is Jesus. I'm going to live forever. Amen. Not down here. I'm going to live here a while, but then I'm going to live eternally. But while I'm here, I'm affected. My body is affected by all of this stuff and humanity. Well, thank God Jesus came into humanity. Amen. And he took and he bore my sickness on the cross and was nailed to the cross with him. He took the stripes on his back to heal every sickness and disease. And he said, now, if I will believe, I got to believe. I got to do my part. I've got to believe that he is. They that come to God must believe that He is and that He is the rewarder of them who diligently seek Him, knowing that He is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all I ask or think. Can I get an amen? amen. Stir your faith up this morning, knowing that God is able. Amen, like that, that leper that came. Amen, there was a leper, Matthew chapter 8. He said, Behold, there came a leper and worshipped Him, saying, Lord, if Thou will." You can make me clean. And Jesus put forth his hand and touched him and said, I will. Everybody say it with me. I will. 
be thou clean. And immediately his leprosy was clean. I'm telling you this morning, God is no respecter of person. I mean, what he did for the leper, he'll do for you. And people struggle. Will God do it for me? That's the same thing the leper was having problems with. But he came and he worshipped. And he asked the question, Lord, if you wanted to, you could heal me. And Jesus said, oh, I want to. That's what I came. I came to seek and to save. I came to heal. I didn't come for those that are already whole. I came for those that needed me. I came for those that are broken, those that are bruised, those that are sick. And Jesus reached out and touched him and immediately... See, there's something about just coming in God's presence and worshiping Him and just saying, Lord, I believe. I believe. Touch me. And Jesus will say, I will. That little woman in Matthew chapter 9, amen, she said, if I can but touch the hem of his garment. She had an issue of blood. She had spent all of her money. She had been to every physician. Amen, there's sometimes physical, earthly physicians just can't do it. They're limited. Amen, they have a lot of knowledge. Thank God for what they can do. But sometimes you need Dr. Jesus. Sometimes you need the great physician. Amen, when nobody else, amen, when they've given up and they can't have no hope and they don't know what to do, oh, you're in a good spot for a miracle can I get an amen because Jesus is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask or think he is able my God is able he's a God of the impossible so when somebody says it can't be done just know that's time for my God to show up my God is a God of the impossible and what doctor said oh you're going to have to live with this amen somebody declare I'm not going to live with it amen I'm going to be healed You don't have to live with depression. You don't have to live with anxiety. You don't have to live with cancer or sugar diabetes. You don't have to live with arthritis. You don't have to live with all the symptoms that everybody, well, I just got to get used to it. I'm telling you, you need to believe that he is able. He paid the price. He took the stripes on his back so that you could be made whole. And this little woman said in herself, if I can but touch him, if I can just touch his garment, I shall be whole. I shall be whole. And Jesus turned around and saw her. And he said, daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith hath made thee whole. And the woman was made whole that very hour. Jesus was walking through the crowd and she reached up and just touched him. And he stopped. Because he said, I felt virtue leave my body. Listen, there's something when people just touch him for all kinds of, they just touch him because they want to touch, well, I touched Jesus. But when you're desperate and when you don't have nowhere else to turn and when you believe that he's able and you reach out and touch him, I'm telling you, something is released from heaven that'll change your life. Matthew said that when this man, well, let me go to Luke first. Luke 6, 19 says, the whole multitude sought to touch him. For there went virtue out of him and healed them all. Everybody say, all. How many people does Jesus want to heal? How many people will he heal here this morning? You just believe. Lord, I, yeah, Lord, will you heal me? Yes, I will. 
And he touched and healed him. Oh, the woman touched him, was healed. Oh, the whole multitude touched him, and he healed them all. And then in Matthew 14, And when the men of that place had knowledge of him, they sent out into all the country round about, and brought unto him all that were diseased, and besought him that they might only touch the hem of his garment. As many as touched were made perfectly whole. In that definition, that's the, one of the synonyms of whole is perfect. Right here we have in the scripture, he made them perfectly whole. As many as touched him. How many wants to touch him today? I'm going to invite our worship team to come up. Listen, touching Jesus is all that matters. Touching me won't get you nothing. One of these care pastors, our ministers... We're going to lay hands on you. We're going to anoint you with all. We're going to pray the prayer of faith. But we're not the healers. Pastor Marcelo, you just stay down here with me. I want to invite some of our own, all of our care pastors, if they would come. Thank you, Lord Jesus. James chapter 5, verse 14. It says, Is there any sick among you? Let him call the elders of the church. Let them pray over him anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. This morning, I, I've got a brand new bottle of oil. I like what it says, Brother Bruce. It says, oil of gladness. Anybody need some gladness? You know what? Some of you may need to be healed because you're just so sad. You need some gladness in your life. He says, let them anoint them with oil. There's nothing in this oil. It's just regular oil, but it's a type of the Holy Ghost. And it's in obedience with the Word of God. So we obey the Word. How many believe if we obey the Word and do what the Word says, we do our part, He'll do His part? Is there any sick among you? Let them call the elders of the church, pray over them, anoint them with oil, in the, pray in the name of the Lord, and the prayer of faith shall save the sick and the Lord. Everybody say, the Lord. It's Him that raises them up. It's Him that's going to do the work. Amen. We're going to obey the Word. We're going to pray. We're going to anoint you with all. And then we're going to ask the Lord to do what He does best. He saves, delivers, and heals. And I like this. And if they've committed any sin, they shall be forgiven Him. This morning... If you need a soul miracle, if you need salvation, if you need to be forgiven, just come and ask. Say, Father, forgive me. Come into my life. He'll forgive you. If you need an emotional healing this morning, we're not just praying for physical. We're praying for physical, financial, mental, emotional, every way that you, whatever miracle you need, we're believing God to take.